susul. Welcome to Under the Plum Bob, the podcast about all things related to the EA Maxis series of games called The Sims. We avoid the real world by talking about our made-up ones. I'm Melissa, and I am one of your hosts for the day. My name is Melissa, and I'm the other Melissa who is hosting you today. You're Melissa, you're Melissa, and I'm Roxy. <laughs> yeah, we're starting a girl band, I already told you. Didn't you get my email? The Melissas? Roxy and the Melissas, yeah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Okay, this episode, <laughs> we're going to be talking about the Parenthood game pack for The Sims 4 and touch a little bit on the Toddlers and Kids stuff pack. If we have them. I actually don't have the Kids stuff pack. I don't know if you guys do. I actually have to check. I have the Toddler stuff pack, which I got as a present for myself when I started recording YouTube videos. And then I stopped recording YouTube videos. So there you go for that's how well-motivated I am. But the reason we're doing this episode real quick is because it's almost Christmas time. This episode will be coming out right before Christmas. So we're wondering what's on your winter fest list. I fala la la love it. <laughs> I'm not sorry. We're recording it exactly a month before Christmas. I spent the entire day dealing with my eight-year-old who wanted to go Christmas shopping and wrap all the presents. I'm already stressed out. I mean, whoever's listening to this now... I mean, it'll be far, far and away from the stress of holiday shopping, but I am in it right now. No one is getting presents on my list. Nobody. I'm sorry, everyone out there, family, mom, dad, you're not getting anything from me. My love is enough. (laughs) Exactly. It's fun, though, and The Sims just makes it more fun. Uh, Melly, I have a question. This is your fellow Melissa. Is parenthood to you a gift? It is the opposite of the gift. Parenthood to me is the coal of Christmas. I don't want it. I don't want to see it. But here we are. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we've all had to play test this parenthood game pack, right? Yes. And discover the annoying complexities that it introduces to your sim life. (laughs) I shouldn't say that. No, annoying complexities, I think, is is apropos. I will come from the, the direction of liking Sims, liking parenthood as a activity in The Sims, um, but fully state that I am not ready for real-life humanoid children uh, at all. I have my fur babies, and that's how it will stay for quite some time. Funny you mentioned fur babies. I prefer having five dogs in my Sims game than one child. there you go that's the ratio now five dogs per one child all right so you'll uh you'll join us for the upcoming uh pets episode (laughs) i will be there is that specifically toddlers because toddlers are really hard did you guys see on the uh it wasn't our facebook group but on facebook did you see uh mira's post anybody oh what'd she say she says and i i get this i relate she says toddlers are hard Has anyone found a trick to make the nanny do, I don't know, anything? This latest goof calmly chopped tuna as my toddler and dog were literally on fire. I also can no longer find family leave through the phone. The game still notifies me when I have it and when I'm due back. I just can't take it. This is my fourth generation of a family and it's the first one with a single parent. I don't want to move in her dumb boyfriend just for the childcare. 
strongly relate relatable i mean and i i just finished recording a a glitch related episode so i'll repeat the fact that look we can't fix your issues that you're having with sims but we can laugh about them together so i don't know i've never had a nanny that bad though anybody else sometimes they're my best friend and sometimes they don't do anything don't get a high chair let's take a minute here at the top to complain about high chairs and the sims 4 what is the deal developers (laughs) It would be fine if there wasn't some unnecessary trigger where parents put the child in the high chair and then just take them out. Is that a glitch that's just mine? Or is that like a game mechanic that they're like, no, you immediately need to get out of this high chair? No, I hate them. I just, no matter where what I do, they don't work. You know, I've tried having the, you know, watching my sim with like, like, uh, like a hawk and canceling all their interactions with their child. So I can have the child asked to be put in the high chair. And that's the only way it sort of works, but it doesn't always work. It's a hot mess. All right. It's like the high chair just doesn't work. It's just glitched. It's just like... I don't love daycare either. Yeah, they come back with... They always come back with a need that's really low when they're in daycare. Go to daycare. Why don't you just starve my child? Which is... Okay. Diaper changing is so much easier in The Sims. And there's... It's just like, whoop, it's gone. <laughs> And they never get diaper rash. I'm trying to think, was it Sims 3? Was it a more realistic diaper changing experience? I completely there forget. Was, I think it was Sims 2 that had the table. And I think felt like that was more realistic. I'll give them that. But yeah, now it's like throw the child up in the air. Which I don't mind as far as gameplay goes. We don't want to make it too realistic. Actually, let's get into the ways they did engineer parenthood to make it more like of a serious aspect of gameplay. I guess this all started with Sims 3 Generations, which I never had personally, but in that game pack. I did. Oh, you want to tell us about it real quick? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I haven't played 3 in a while, but I did enjoy that game pack. What I like in general about the f- sort of family-focused Sims packs in general is a lot of what they give you is the interactions between, you know, parent and child, brother and sister. Generations in 3 did that, you know, on the the cover art for that game was like, grandma's over here doing a grandma thing, and then a child is running around. And so I kind of remember that being just the, the, the start of me really liking the more intricate, I can't say human interaction, sim interaction, the social aspects within a family. That might all come from the fact that I cannot stand leaving my home lot <laughs> And I'm kind of a hermit with my sim. So it's like, oh, look, you can make friends with the people who you're related to. Accurate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, IRL, also true. Also true. That's pretty funny. Um, yeah, so I guess there were some new interactions and features. And from what I read, Generations also kind of gave something extra to the grandparent generation. And it kind of had things for all life stages. Whereas Parenthood is very focused on early childhood education, in my opinion. But you can you do get a new skill, which you can start learning by, before you even have a child, you can go on parenting forums. And then you can either get sad, mad, or I guess you could get good advice in theory, but mostly I think you just get sad or mad. <laughs> From mommy blogs? Yeah. <laughs> or like forums. Like, you know how um, bridal forums are? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Another thing I'm not ready for in my life. Cool. Yeah. So when I was getting married, the knot was just beginning to be a thing. And then I think it kind of took off. And then there's other places you can have online forums now. But yeah, parenting can be like that times 100. I I don't think I've... 
I've used that interaction, but I, I love the idea of it. It's like, yeah, there are mommy blogs and you can like feel bad about yourself for not parenting accurately. It does make me think though, my, my super expert parent in the current game I'm playing could probably go on and write a pretty damn good mommy blog. It's like, I've had 26 children. <laughs> Listen to me. I know we're all still banging away at that 100 baby challenge, which no pun intended. I believe it was Vanity who wrote this note. She's like, yay, negative moodlets. I think what happened was I, too, accidentally tried tried out the parenting forums interaction maybe a couple times and was like, no, this is never good. I'm good without this. I'd like I'll learn parenting the, other, the natural way, <laughs> which is actually very much like real life. There you go. I like it. And so with this new trait, you can get the aspiration super parents. Now, I have recently had one sim reach level 10 of parenting and you become, you get the reward trait of being a role model as well as this special ability called full parent mode. But I haven't actually played since I got that. Have you experienced full parent mode yet? I'm not even a good parent, so (laughs) I don't know about super parent. I know. It's like, this is like, if you're the best parent ever, if you're really good at getting up your, leveling up your parenting, you'll get a- Quit your job, forget about your needs, focus on your children. Exactly. Like, you can't have a job and max out the parenting skill easily, I don't think. It's not like cooking. That's kind of like real life. You can't have a life and be a good parent all the way. (laughs) I, I mean, it's hard. My uh, my current game is uh, more quantity over quality. So I think I'm leveled up in parenting, but I didn't choose that aspiration. So maybe the next line. Exactly. Well, the role model is what you get for the aspiration, but full parent mode is attainable as long as you have level 10. And if you act to activate it, I think you have to do three parenting interactions in a row. And then you activate this mode where you have a plus two happy moodlet for two, at least two hours. You glitter, you glitter or glisten or something. Like I said, I haven't seen this. And that it decreases your motive decay by 75%, which sounds pretty freaking awesome. So it sounds like it, this is what you need to deal with toddlers. Yeah. I mean, I have the um, super efficient. Super efficient BB care. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's nice as like a one click solution to any crying infant, which. IRL would be ideal, I'm sure. You know, it's just a difference between kids. Like some babies are like really easy and other babies are not. I was not an easy child in real life. I continue to be a difficult child in adulthood, but my mother constantly refers to the fact that I came out screaming and didn't stop for the first three years of my life. I had colic, so it's not my fault. Mom, thank you. But yeah, she she often wishes upon me a child as difficult as, as I was growing up. You can just show her and not have any kids. That's a plan so far. <laughs> so what I do like about the Sims 4 Parenthood Pack, um, it introduces a lot more that Sim children can do. I mean, I used to play very much like one Sim. Um, I would stay away from kind of kids because like, you would just kind of have them and then they would they had very limited interactions and social i guess abilities but with the character value behaviors um and the behaviors that affect character value i find that there's a lot more that you can do as a sim child yeah i would i mean there's a lot more it's like i said it made it all much more complicated <laughs> <laughs> i mean it did but i haven't really paid too much attention to it so i mean i'm in my 100 baby challenge i've got 
six kids at any given moment and I'm constantly getting those pop-ups that affect the child's characters or value system or whatever. And I used to just play like kind of how I guess I would parent, you know, based on my own instincts. Now I'm just kind of doing like whatever I feel like clicking on and seeing where the chips fall because part of the 100 baby challenges if you have the parenthood pack, if you want your teens to age up into adults and then move out so you can have more room for your babies in this monstrosity of a challenge, is they need to have a trait within the range to to have it when they age up. And so it's like a little field. And if you're in the green, then you will get that trait when they age up. So now that I'm doing it a little bit more randomly, I have to pay more attention to that because I, I guess I tend to raise responsible, well-mannered and compassionate children. But it could be fun to do the opposite. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how I feel about it. Yeah, it's very tricky. I've heard some people say that they can't seem to raise their kids with any of the permanent traits. Okay, so stepping back, when you have your sim, you click on the Simology panel. Parenthood gave you this new menu for children, and it shows up for children and teens. And it's got a bunch of little wheels. And one's the responsibility wheel, and one's the emotional control wheel. And then there's empathy, manners, and conflict resolution. And there's a little bit of text to explain how you manage these traits and how you could make them positive or negative. But in general, it's mostly random chance whether you can raise these things. Some are easier to raise than others. So when it all comes down to it, if you're when your child ages from a teenager to a young adult, if they're in the top of the red range or the top of the green range, they get a positive or negative trait. And if they're somewhere in the middle, they don't get an extra trait. I didn't realize, I guess, that your your range for getting those, you know, those responsibility ranges, the, the character value traits could be affected by existing traits. So manners can be higher if your sim has the neat trait and negatively if they have the slob trait. So I didn't really, you know, understand that that factored in. I think that's really interesting. It's a combination, it looks like, of that and the social interactions that your child carries out. Yeah, I think it means that the traits will affect their tendency to do the traits that raise or lower that the, those wheels. So like a neat sim is going to be more likely to go around and like clean up the dishes, which is going to raise their manners. Right. And that all makes sense. I think also this was put in place as sort of an answer to the call from fans in asking for more traits and more sort of traits that are a result of in-game activity. So you create a new sim, you pick your traits and go on your way. And there's, I guess, some personal growth and development you can have starting as an adult sim. But I think it makes a lot of sense that you can kind of grow and and get additional traits as a child and growing into an adult because, you know, I'll give that hashtag points for realism because I think that's sort of how it works in real life. I remember with The Sims 3, they just kind of, you chose what they did like twice. And then after that, that's really it. So good job, EA. Yeah, I think this one is good too because they have those pop-ups that usually the it comes up and the parent has to like provide the answer and that will affect some of the ranges too. It might be that I'm playing a heavily parented related game right now, but I feel like I've seen them all at this point. I've just seen all of the like choosable options and that's why now I'm just like, "Eh, do whatever you want." <laughs> And and I and I feel bad saying, God, I wish there was a more, you know, more varied selection, but it could be just that I've cycled through all of them so many times. <laughs> but maybe in a future patch or something, you know, there could be more social options. 
I have a love-hate relationship, mostly a hate relationship with the pop-ups because when I'm playing The Sims, I don't really want to have to stop and read and make a decision about something. So I find them to be really intrusive, especially in games where I'm not playing and focusing on raising children. And I just am like, go away. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. In games where I'm not, it is annoying. But I think with my current challenge I'm playing, I've learned to appreciate it a little bit because it's like, okay, your option, your your actions have consequences. And over time, if you do enough things like in the same realm, then it'll go this way or that way. I do, like I said, I when I was paying more attention to it, I would pick, you know, based on what the statement was rather than the like, this affects this trait. And so sometimes like how I would describe like like I would say something is more of a manners thing than a responsibility thing and then it affects responsibility instead of the manners and I would just kind of go with that and however it it ended up shaking out for the child in question. So I have a question. Yes. Can you give the kids up for adoption? (laughs) (laughs) What a great on brand question, Melanie. I think so, right? But like, what if I have a kid and he just like turns up to be just a little shit and you don't want to deal with it? <laughs> Is there an age limit to this? Because I don't want to raise an like sim murder. I don't want that on my conscience. <laughs> so what you would do, you'd have to do it with a baby, toddler, or child and leave them somewhere where their needs are going to get so low that they get taken away. Teenagers you're stuck with because they can die. So kill the teen? <laughs> I'm just saying they won't take the teens away. But if they take them away, that's the closest you can get to giving them up for adoption. So there's not like a, like, because you can call and give up your pets, right? I can give up my well-mannered dogs, but I can't give away this bad child, is what you're telling me. <laughs> Roxy is not allowed to blush at all right now because you are the one who went through the serial killer sim challenge, am I right? Oh, I didn't do as well as Rebecca, though. Mm, that's true. She's- she actually got everyone. I had to. I was literally up the night before Get Famous came out because I was like, I, I want to use this household in my Get Famous Let's Play, but I have to finish killing off the people in Windenburg first. <laughs> But don't you dare put your children up for adoption. That's just cruel. Right, Roxy? Come on. No, it's just hilarious. (laughs) Murder? Okay. Adoption? Not okay. Got it. Not okay. You can set a curfew. If they break curfew, could they get arrested and sent away? I wonder. It's the government's problem now. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually a really good question. Because if you have the get to work expansion pack, you can have a career as a police officer. And when you go and go to work uh, at the police station, there are people who are dressed in orange jumpsuits in the little jail cells. And I've always kind of wondered where they come from. Because really, when you break the law, there are no laws to break really in The Sims. You can steal stuff from people with little to no consequences. I guess if you're a rebel teen and you're out past curfew, I've never I've never had that happen. How cute would that be? You go to like your jail job and you see your child in a lineup. (laughs) (laughs) Timmy, not again. Oh, my gosh. Do you have to use the um, like there's a family whiteboard? Do you have to use that to set the curfew? That's the only way I found to do it. That's the way that I know of. I didn't. I hadn't been using that item until my 100 baby sim had a whim and wanted to get one. So sure, I guess. I haven't done much with it. I, uh, it's actually pretty cool because you can raise your social by leaving notes. 
that's the only thing I knew it had to do with it. I set a curfew, but so far I haven't tried to break it, so I don't know what happens. I mean, look, she's got seven kids. They can be out whenever they want. I'm not watching all of them at once. Do what you want. Have you had luck or success with sack lunches? I did once, and one of my saves, I was like, oh, that's so cool. I packed them a lunch, and it was gone when they came home. And then I kept forgetting what day of the week was, so I would make a lunch on Saturday, and it'd be like, god damn, they don't have school today. See, like, I was very all about the meal planning, as I am not in real life. Again, very different. And I made a bunch one save, sent them out to school with their little bag lunches that I thought were just darling. And they come home and they did not eat it. And they go bad really fast. They spoil. Like, eat your damn lunch, kid. Uh, now I'm all riled up. I've never tried grounding them. I've done the timeout, which I discovered by accident in another game I was playing. I was like, oh, cool, timeout. Yeah, I actually have not. What's What goes into all that? So it's just like if they make a mess on the ground, instead of just lecturing them about it, you can, if you have a high enough parenting skill, you can tell them that they have a timeout and they actually go sit down and they have a little clock over their head. And I was like, this is so not realistic. You can see it if you watch my, um, I think my last video in my Alpha Legacy series, I had Summer Holiday give her kid a timeout and I was all excited, but I haven't updated that series in a while. But I can still put the link in the show notes. Yeah, I like that. I'm going to have to try that for my one million children. But kids don't do that in real life. Like in real life, you say, go sit down, you have a timeout. And they just like fight back and run away and don't sit down. And Unless you were born in a Hispanic household. Ooh, here we go, dish. Well, <laughs> I was a very bad child. You could ask my dad. And I would always get in trouble. Our timeouts would consist of us being put in the hallway facing the wall with our hands up. If I put my hands down, he would add more time. There was once where I was there for like maybe an hour. And I'm like, dad, my dad left. He forgot about me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. (laughs) I cried. He came home. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. I forgot you were in timeout. I'm like, yeah, whatever. But like after that, I just didn't do anything bad anymore. I learned my lesson that time. Oh, my gosh. Maybe he did it on purpose. (laughs) I don't think he did it on purpose. I just think he forgot. He genuinely forgot about me. Oh, Yeah, I don't know what's better if that was like a conscious parenting decision, like she'll learn now if she's up there for an hour, or if it was like, whoops, there's my kid on the wall. Well, I have two other siblings, and they weren't the best kids either, so I'm pretty sure he had his hands full. Poor baby Melly. How did you react when you met your new siblings? Are you an older? I'm the oldest. I like my siblings. My second sister, when when my mom was pregnant with the third one, we're all girls. The last one was supposed to be a boy, and we were all excited about it. She even went on live television. The reporter asked her if she was going to love her new baby brother, and she said, yes, I mean, I love him. The baby's born. It's a girl. She's not having it. She told my mom, return it leave it in the hospital. I don't want it in my house. And every time that conversation comes up, we bring up the reporter thing that's telling her that she's going to love her baby sibling. And here she is. She's like, excuse me, I was told this was a brother. I reported that I would love a brother. Okay. Did not agree to this. I really like in The Sims that there is like a little negative moodlet. So you can have a child and a toddler, I think, approach an infant bassinet and they have like a just met new sibling and every time i've seen it it has been negative like oh great sometimes they're sad yeah it's like i didn't want this so like your sister being like i wanted a brother not another sister 
Very hashtag realness. Oh, yeah. That's a cute little one. Let's see. What else can you do with these new kids? They get school projects. I think there were some in the base game, but they gave you more with parenthood. It's funny because you don't have to do them well. If you just do them at all, you pretty much get credit. So I started having them. I have all my 100 babies sims do their projects sloppily. Really? I guess that's why mine take forever because I do the carefully version and they take forever. It just doesn't seem to matter. They still get credit. Their grade goes up. Forget this. Forget this. Well, this is so bad now. Uh, a little bit. Yeah. What the heck? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. And why do they? Why do they sell for like eighty dollars? No, the project sell. Once you make it, it's eighty. But before you make it, it's like a hundred. Why? They're worth more before you make them. I guess that makes sense. But you get them from for free from school and your child completes a freaking volcano and you can sell it for $80? What is that? That's minus realism points. Well, maybe kids are buying projects off of other kids that they don't want to do them. I did have that thought, actually. But $80? Like, what What kid has 80 bucks to spend? Hey, can I have your finished project? Yeah, man. I'll give you 80 bucks for it. Yeah, and you can also get a variety of journals with different covers on them, and they can be angsty. And you can, you know, anybody can use them. Adults can use them too, which is pretty cool. I like these. I, when I discovered them, I was like, oh, it's got a little little lock and key, and you get to be angsty. I like that one. They have like the three basic ones that are just like a cover with a lock on it. And then if you go into the build mode, there's a bunch of cool different patterns. Have you ever used the doctor set? The baby teddy bear there's like a bear one and a kid one it's really the only doll that they have the teddy bear one is cute the baby one is creepy (laughs) i don't like it (laughs) you have doll issues i don't like it doll issues listen i mean it's got a big head and i don't like it that's my statement i don't like it the toddlers already have a big stupid head don't give me a baby doll of that too Ooh. okay well, I think it raises your empathy and I'm like, I need to play with this more because the only traits I've seemed to be able to get are like the good manners or the responsibility. So like I've gotten those two in the negative, the positive range before, but I've never gotten the other ones. Do you like setting the table? No. <laughs> but do you like it when your Sims set the table? No. <laughs> all no. All no. First of all, here, I'll rant. I'm riled now. Why? There are plates that magically appear when you get a serving of food. You have it on a plate already. Why do you need to bring it over to another plate on the table? Fancy napkins, utensils, sure. But why? Why? It's a waste of time. And, and they don't go away after the meal. So you set the whole table and then they don't go away. Why? Why is one place setting still here? This is annoying. Because it didn't get used. You just need a smaller table. Not with my 17 children, I don't. It's so awkward if they get into the habit of doing it, though, because then they grow up and they just keep doing it all the time. Yeah, that comes from the manners trait I've figured out, and it's really freaking annoying to be so nice and mannered. Ugh, enough. Put those away. Meanwhile, everybody makes their bed automatically, so you never get to make the bed. Yeah, that was something in three, right? Yeah. Three, you could make the bed. And now beds just don't have that function, right? They just magically go back to being perfect. I wish I had that in real life. I kind of do. Like, I just don't get that perfect. I don't become a perfectionist with it, but it doesn't happen that fast. I don't make my adult bed, so (laughs) my manners trait is very low. I do it on Saturdays only because I wake up like at two 
And I'm like, okay, my boyfriend's going to come home. Let me at least pretend that I did something so I do the bed. But do you set the table? (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) It would be, like, almost comical for me to make the bed where the rest of the apartment is, like, on fire around me. Just, like, complete mess. And, like, oh, I made the bed, babe. He'd be like, that's great. Good for you. What about the burning pile over there? (laughs) Fine. Just look at the clean bed. It's totally fine. So... Have you experienced any of the weird phases that the kids and teens can go through with the parenthood pack? Melly, I think I've become you now. Talking about it, I'm just annoyed by everything. When I play it, I guess it's fine. But now I'm just like, oh, yeah, that annoying thing that happened. Now you know how I feel. All right. Can we talk about these phases? What's your least favorite? Anything that has to do with wearing a particular outfit. Why are you a bear? It's a bear. I'm a bear. are you a bear i'm a bear no i'm gonna ask it again son why are you a bear also why only boys it's not only bears i mean not only bears (laughs) oh god (laughs) why not hamsters because they have a hamster costume too but that's only if you get the first pet but anyway yeah i've had it happen to my girls too there was an aspect in sims 3 where there was like a costume related phase with children i think i think you're right they had like a princess costume and stuff They had a costume box. Yeah, so like that would have been cool to introduce in four, but... No, we only get to be a bear. And you can't even always get back into your bear costume, which drives me crazy. Because I'm like, fine, be a bear. But then like, sometimes you just lose the action to change into a bear. And you have to go into create a sim and put them in a bear suit so they can be a freaking bear. (laughs) Am I the one who gets that glitch? Well, no, I get that glitch. I'm not that committed. It's like, you can be sad. You look stupid. I wouldn't do that with a real life child. I'd be like, of course, if you can be a bear, go put the bear costume on yourself. I'm not going to put it on you, but no, it's too much, too much work. You can actually have a conversation with them about being a bear. I discovered that. I was like, oh, there's like a whole bunch of parenting interactions about being a bear. I guess when they're in these phases, you get special interactions via the parenting menu to talk about the phase they're in. So that's interesting, I guess. I didn't realize until recently because I really tried to play a lot with parenthood this week. So the phases are picky eater, rebellious, mean streak, loud, clingy, I'm a bear, and distant. The loud one is a pain in the neck because all of your music playing devices will be cranked up to 11. Oh, that's so annoying. I don't even play with sound on, and that's annoying. They do. They made it very visually annoying for those of us who play without sound. Yeah. Well, I mean, there you go for for extra realness points. There's a streak that I'm trying to think. Oh, it's a sorry. This is this might be off topic, but I I'm trying to find a way to make it on topic. The it's a moodlet that teens can get. That's time to wear black. Those are mood swings. That's one of the mood swings. Okay, that's in the mood swing. So we can we can wait. No, we can talk about it now for sure. Well, I just, I'm not sure if it can be helped by actually wearing black. Oh, I don't know. I never thought about wearing black to see if that would help. Did we all not go through that emo phase where wearing black was like the thing? My bangs are in my face. I'm literally wearing blue jeans and a black t-shirt today. No, no, no. I mean, everybody went through it. It's just that not everybody left it, which is completely fine. Hi. Over <laughs> here in the corner. <laughs> scene was very big when i went to middle school and high school and it was like emo but with like a pop of color what's it called um scene oh my god i'm so old i didn't know what that was it's like that like highlighter pink streak with it and black hair and like the raccoon tails 
I wish I still had pictures. I deleted all of them, but I was a scene kid. It was embarrassing. Like, I looked back at them and I'm like, no, who told me this was okay? Who lied to me? I bet it was so cute. No, it was bad. (laughs) I don't know. I feel like the, the mood swings are fine. They're definitely realness points. But as far as like taking control of the teen sim and having them like act on whatever mood they're having in order to like feed into it, I think you can resolve some feelings by like destroying the school projects you can you can hit the toy bear i don't know if that's my like conservative catholic upbringing but press those feelings down and move on with your life maybe like talk it out write in the journal but stop it stop you gotta act right you gotta act right and i will restate the fact that i am not having children anytime soon so nothing makes me matter when when somebody destroys one of the school projects i'm like even if i work sloppy on it you just just finish that they take time on it homie like not okay not okay. But some of the um, phases like don't really affect things. Like the picky eater, I've never noticed anything. Rebellious, I've never noticed anything. Actually, I think I've seen them swear, but not very... And the mean streak doesn't really seem to do a lot. Of, I mean, I guess some of it is you have to get in there and play it, but some of them are just more obvious, like you said, loud and I'm a bear. The other ones, I just haven't noticed as much really affecting gameplay. It could be something that people play with that are like, this is great. This really enhances the story. I don't know. I think I've just played through enough that I'm over them at this point, which I hate to say because I don't want to be jaded about it. But okay, let's get down to we kind of like done the overview, but we haven't given a lot of opinions. Well, some of us have given a lot of opinions, but (laughs) what do you think would have made this pack better? Ah, that's tough. That's tough to say. I think, I mean, I'm at the point where I think more variety would be appreciated or I don't know, are we at the point with Sims where they can just put out stuff packs to have more social interactions added? Maybe, maybe that's where I need to start using script mods. I feel like the interactions, you know, you do get a lot of good new interactions with this because, you know, you get the whole parenting menu, you get I, I mean, I don't haven't been able to explore fully the traits, but I know if you have the good manners, you get to do a polite introduction, which gets you ahead socially when you meet people. And that's kind of cool. Like, I'm pretty happy with the interaction side of it, but it's the create sim. We got some new traits that you can earn, but we didn't get new traits to the menu of traits at create at creation. And we didn't get new aspirations. And I feel like child aspirations especially are lacking because you can only be four different types of child. And there are far more than four different types of children. As you know, there are four types of child. Brave, smart, evil, and miscellaneous. <laughs> and that's that's a Harry Potter joke. Pretty much carrying over into The Sims, right? You've got your monkey bars child. Gryffindor. Clearly Gryffindors. You've got your brains, Ravenclaw. And now I can't... Whiz, no, yeah, Wizkid. Well, there's mental. And there's the artistic one. That could probably be Hufflepuff. The creative genius. Yeah. Yeah, Hufflepuff. And then there's the social butterfly. Slytherins. I don't know. It's not a perfect analogy. Give it up, Melissa. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) There are, though, four types of children, however you slice it. But yeah, that's my biggest beef is because I kind of dread them becoming children because there's just those four things to do. And while it is challenging to complete their childhood aspiration, it's kind of repetitive. 
I also feel that there are things existing in the base game world that children don't do and could do. You know, like there's activities that there's really no reason why they shouldn't, even if it's from like a developmental standpoint, like have them do it and it can be a negative effect. Like kids can play with stoves. (laughs) There's a statement that standing alone is not great, but they're okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Let's address that. Maybe let's give them an easy bake oven, but not a real oven. Well, there used to be in three. There was that kid oven playset. So I miss that big time. I don't know why they can't paint. Like I know they have the drawing table, which I discovered only recently. And I don't, I think that's it from Parenthood Pack, but I'm not sure entirely. I think there's one in the base game, but yeah, they have, they seem to add a new freaking create activity table to every single expansion pack they do. I'm renting now, but oh my God, do we need another freaking iteration on the activity table? For God's sake, give us something new. Let the kids go into cooking. That's what really bugs me. I like every time I'm playing a Sim that wants to grow up to be a chef, I have to put them in the creativity or the social butterfly. And it just doesn't feel like the right fit. Like I want them to be able to cook. And it could be that it's a game development thing that I don't know I don't I always say I don't know too much about it but maybe the reason they put in those tables and like various kid versions of those skills is that for whatever reason maybe it's like an animation thing that they can't interact with the existing items like a stove or like I don't know other stuff adults do Melly, what do you think uh, I think this is more of a I don't like this of EA in general why do we have to keep paying for every single little new thing that we need in the world like why can't you just give me more stuff for my children to do without paying another 60 dollars i mean that's a whole nother episode but i agree it is but if you want me to play with the kids don't make it expensive for me to play with the kids you know it's already a hard enough sell Exactly. Melly, we were talking before the episode started about how you're primarily a builder. Is there anything that you build? I know you don't play with kids, but if you had to build a a kid-friendly house, is there anything that you do in your building that has kids in mind? I learned from Reddit, and I shared this on our group chat, but someone actually made a child pen out of gates, and I'm kind of mad that I didn't think of that first. First of all, I think they're called play pens. A child pen <laughs> sounds like something a lot worse. Well, yeah, there's that. But yeah, I saw that too. I loved that idea. The kids' room decor are like kind of cute in my opinion. I use them in my everyday. No complaints in the build department. Bunk beds. Why don't we have bunk beds? Yes. I've seen a lot of builds that have stuff that looks like bunk beds, but I don't think they're functional. They've got to be mods, right? Right. Or they've cheated it. Yeah, I know. A functional bunk bed or a loft bed. They had them in three. I loved that function in three. And I feel like for a 100 baby challenger like myself, space is important. Bunk beds would be hugely valuable. So I don't know why they don't have them. And slides for kids, not just toddlers. I go on slides. Yeah, Yeah. please. All the slides. And slides for the pool would be nice. Mm, I miss those. Yeah, I have the toddler pack. So the best thing that comes in that pack, in my opinion, besides the really cute create-a-sim stuff for toddlers, is the playground equipment for the toddlers. So there's a ball pit and a slide and like a jungle gym thing. It comes like in three separate pieces, and then they have a, a big rig that's got all three pieces attached to each other. And it's very fun. Yeah, I like those. And I'm glad they added swings with seasons, but it's like, we're still missing a slide, in my opinion. 
I remember in The Sims 3, there was an interaction where your children and I think maybe just toddlers, we we little Sims used to be able to play inside the toy box. I mean, in this version, you have toy boxes and you can put your stuff in there and everything. But there was a function where the toddler could go in the toy box and like play around and stuff. I really miss that interaction. I thought that was always adorable. And the giant dollhouses. Yeah. They do have several of those, which is nice. They do have the option to play in cabinets and bookshelves and plants. But see, that just annoys me because that I feel like that's misbehaving. But it's so cute. (laughs) That's the closest I can get to cooking is because when they're in the cabinets, they pull out pots and pans. There are some mods that I saw um, back when I was watching some YouTube videos that were overviewing like the best mods. They had some really cool things where you could have your Sims have their first love. So like children could have crushes and stuff like that. And then they had this, they had just new aspirations for the kids and I think traits, but aspirations, especially like, I really think the game needs more child aspirations. So it's nice that there are some mods out there. So if I ever get into modding, maybe we'll do a child mod review since we haven't done any mod reviews for this uh, team llama because I don't play modded. We're bad at them. And if you, the listener, have good childhood mods, if you play with Sims that have children and enjoy it and are not Melly, please leave us a comment at us on Twitter. Let us know what your favorites are and we will take a look at them. I personally for my own gameplay, but we can also talk about them in a future episode. Maybe you'll change my mind and I'll start liking it. Yeah, maybe we'll convert Melly. What mod would that be? What mod would that have to be? Like muzzles on the children? That's too dark for me. That's <laughs> too dark. Just children that are self-sufficient. Basically, do your own stuff. Leave me alone. Oh, wait, there's a mod where you, your kids can walk the dog because they should be able to walk the dog. That's a nice one. My kids still can't get the mail. Oh, my God. I know. I talked about that in a, a Social Bunny episode very recently. It was said on the Maxis Monthly that kids would be able to get the mail because of the Get Famous uh, function where child stars can get fan mail. My kids can't get to the mailbox. I mean, I don't have Get Famous, but I think they mentioned it It would be your product of the patch, which, again, it's like these items that are already in the game. Why can't children interact with them? And it's been a real pain in the neck. Well, wasn't there another um, mailbox-related uh, news item that we had? It wasn't a news item, but I just threw this in here because when I have random questions throughout the week, sometimes I'm like, I wonder if anybody else has this question. So I kept getting the error that the mailman couldn't reach the mailbox. And I was like, stop telling me that. You're fine. The mailbox is like level with the ground. There's nothing in the way. So from what I understood from Googling it and looking at Reddit was that your mailbox has to be touching that like outer perimeter of your lot or the mailman complains that they had to take two extra steps. The mailman needs to get a life. Yeah. So I moved my mailbox and the, the error still pops up occasionally, but not every time. Because, okay, here's the other thing. This is going to be a sidebar, but my Sim started taking the Celebru serum from Get Famous, and that thing is like a drug. So the Celebru serum, they'll mail you a potion almost like it's supposed to come every day, and it has a certain trait, like it'll be a fun potion or a flirty potion or an inspired potion, and it gives you a high moodlet, and it temporarily boosts your ability to raise your skills while while you've taken it, but then it wears off and you crash. So it's very much like taking drugs. Who needs mods? Yeah, and I was like, oh my gosh, I did not know this was in the game. 
but yeah, so that's the thing I needed. I had a lot of mail coming in because of that. Well, I think when, I mean, whenever that happens to me, the mailman just for any mail is like, I couldn't reach it, but it all ends up being in there anyway. So it's not like they must have like thrown it into the mailbox. So it's never an issue. I want to say in older games, there was like a very complainy mailman in like three. I want to say they would just like leave your mail on the ground. So thanks, Paul. Thanks for that. There was one other thing about mailboxes is that if you'll notice, sometimes you go into your inventory and there's all these decorative plates. And the decorative plates came with the parenthood pack. So you're like, what is going on with these plates? I don't know if it's a glitch or what, but if someone has a birthday or a wedding or something and you get gifts, it comes in the mail. But for some reason, the decorative plates don't go into your inventory. They go into your household inventory. So that's why I looked this up too, because I was like, what is with the plates? That's why you end up with like a bunch of decorative plates in your household inventories because they've come in as gifts. I have a million. That's what I figured out. I hadn't used them before, like as a decorative item, but I guess they're like, I don't know. I think they're nice. I put all 17,000 of them up in my home. (laughs) Exactly. But it's like the fathers of my 100 baby children that are like, here's a gift. That's a super child-friendly gift, a plate that can break. I mean, it can't break, but when you think uh, logically. Yeah, it's pretty funny. I tried to reboot my like uh, Lunar Zodiac challenge, but you're only allowed to raise your female babies. And I got to the point where I had had six male babies and only three female babies. And I was like, I need a break from this save. I'm getting really pissed off. And so to get rid of the boys, you do what? Well, uh, and according to the rules, they're supposed to go live with the father. But instead, um, the idea of that challenge, which is really cool, I hope we cover it in a future episode, is the moon goddess is in love with the son of God, and they want to live together and be romantic, but she has to raise 12 perfect Zodiac children to replace them so they can go off into the sunset or whatever. So I made a- Problematic. (laughs) Yeah, it's really- So I made a sun god, and I'm sending all the boys to live with him right now. Oh. Well, that's weird. But I don't play him. So it's like, they're just a place. I had this idea that one of the boys would get angry and then try to raise like a hundred warriors to destroy the sun and the moon in my next (laughs) leg of the challenge. But I do that with challenges. It's like, I think very far ahead. And it's like, what if we just, Yeah. yeah. And they never come true. So does your sun god wear a lot of yellow? Oh yeah, I loved color coding my stuff. So he's, it's really funny. There's this one suit that came with Get Famous that's like gold with like a skinny red tie. He's wearing that and he's a vampire because I didn't want him to age while I was busy doing other stuff. So that might be counterproductive. A vampire that's a sun god. Shh. (laughs) (laughs) It's fine. It's fine. It's just because they don't have any other immortal beings. I want more supernatural. Which we'll complain about in another episode coming soon. And we'll have to pay for it. Yeah. Don't even get Melly started on when they are, when they finally release Sims 5. She's going to be so salty. I will be too. That's like, we're not ready for it. We're not. I spent so much on The Sims 3 and then The Sims 4 came out and I'm like, no, I just finished my collection. Oh. Girl, I hear you. You can't even play all the packs, though, with Sims 3. It's like, I have four expansion packs now, and a game keeps crashing. And it keeps yelling at me every time I start. They're like, you're not supposed to run it with this many packs. I'm like, it's there's four. You sold them to me. <laughs> yeah. So I'll take The Sims 4 over Sims 3. I'm trying to love The Sims 3, but... I'll take The Sims 2 over all of these. Amen. I have all of the expansions, too, so... 
I like The Sims 2, but I do love the graphics on Sims 4. Get The Sims 2 and put Sims 4's graphic, and that's The Sims 5. You're welcome. That sounds great. (laughs) Do it. All right. So we are on social media at PlumBobCast on Instagram and Twitter, PlumBobPodcast on Reddit, under the PlumBob Podcast on Facebook and Tumblr. And we have a website. You can go there. You can listen to our episodes. You can see our bonus content and you can contact us. It's underthepplumbob.com. We're also on Twitch and YouTube and starting to provide content there. Our Twitch handle is under the Plum Bob Podcast. And on YouTube, we're Plum Bob Podcast. And then you can please subscribe, rate, review us, listen to this podcast. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, Google Play, and more to come probably. Just tell your friends to listen wherever they subscribe to podcasts. I want to do a special thanks to Julia for research. And I know Vanity and Rebecca also contributed. Thank you for listening. Thanks for tuning in. I guess, you guys, it's time to go back to the real world. Say it ain't so. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Buddies. Dag, dag. Boy, this episode has been a real bear. Am I right, you guys? Insert groan. Insert groan. All right.